Insperity presents the Small Business Advocate Show with Jim Blassingame. This is a copyrighted production of Small Business Network, Inc. All rights reserved. Well, I was rolling down the road in some cold blue steel. I had a blues down the back and a nutrition album. Welcome back, 17 till the hour. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thanks for being part of my day. I'm Jim Blassingame. I am the Small Business Advocate. And my website's are smallbusinessadvocate.com. And the one for my book, The Third Ingredient, with the number three, The Third Ingredient.com. We're having, we're going to be visiting with uh, a new friend, Dr. Roy Spencer is here. He's, uh, He's a professor of meteorology, meteorology in, uh, at the University of Alabama, Huntsville. He's a principal reserve scientist there. He's, uh, he's an expert in climate. He's an expert in what pe- some people call climate change. And, and as you know, I've been saying, yes, climate has been changing. Uh, 10,000 years, Ohio was under 5,000 feet of ice. How do you think we got the Great Lakes? And uh, Dr. Roy Spencer, welcome to the show. Good to be with you, Jim. It's good to have you here. Thank you for the, your time. Um, for all this time that I've been covering this, the climate change topic, when it was back when it was global warming, right? Every, every time they, they, uh, the, the science moves, closes in on the the, uh, the, the, I used to call them the climate zealots. Every time the science closes in on them, they change the name, and now it's climate change, and and I have said that the, that it's more like a church anything, meaning that, uh, that a lot of the ideas inside of this movement are things that we believe, but, but maybe haven't proven. And, uh, you know, with faith, with faith, faith is, is something you believe that you can't hold in your hand, but you're a scientist. Science doesn't have anything to do with faith other than the fact that you know that water is made of HTO. Other than those elemental things, science is not about faith, is it? <laughs> well... I used to think so, and that's why I went into science. Is I, I wanted to go into something with answers when you know when I when I was in college, and uh, I guess I was mistaken because I really should have gone into engineering because that's the real world. Now, science actually does involve quite a bit of faith. It depends on the on the on the area of study. I mean, some people say, "Oh, but that's science." Well, no, you know, some some science is is pretty well settled, you know, and some isn't. I, sometimes I say climate change isn't rocket rocket science. It, it's a lot more difficult than that. Right. Well, wh- but when when you hear people say climate change is settled science, what is your reaction? What's your response to that? Well, my first response is, what part of climate change is settled? Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, I'm I'm a lukewarmer. Okay, I believe that adding CO2 to the atmosphere uh, causes some amount of warming, but I don't think we really know how much. Uh, like you said, you know, climate does change naturally, and the current crop of climate models are, you know, the computerized climate models that we get all of these forecasts of gloom and doom from. They are all programmed to not have natural climate change. That's partly out of necessity because mm-hmm. we don't know what mm-hmm. causes it. So what they do is they, yeah, which, they program which is awfully, models which is awfully so that they don't produce, isn't it? It's not only it's not only well, flawed; yeah, it it's presumptuous. Yeah. So anyway, my you know my view is that based on the basic science, we do know that that there is a natural greenhouse effect in the atmosphere, and thank goodness for that, because right. otherwise life couldn't exist on Earth, at least right. not as we know it. Uh, but adding CO two to the atmosphere, I think 
based on our research and uh, the research of a minority of scientists, I'll admit, uh, we think that, that the, the warming effect of adding CO2 is relatively small and benign. Maybe a third of what global uh, are mm-hmm. And like you said, it, but it ends up being a religious belief. I mean, everybody needs, you know, everybody is in a search for significance to their lives. And, a, and I think people that believe that there is catastrophic global warming going on, it's kind of like COVID, you know. If we can all work together... Uh, wear our masks and socially right. distance, then we can all work towards a solution. And that's sort of the attitude about global warming is people, you know, buy an electric car or something and think, ah, my life has significance now because I'm fighting against right. global warming. But when you look at the numbers, the effect is, is tiny. Uh, you know, you could get rid of the United States and completely and, and warming will continue at a low rate because India and China are still producing well, that's, CO2. Well, that's but the thing that I pointed out on the show before, Dr. Spencer, is is that that uh, uh, Russia, I mean, China puts out more CO2 than U.S., Canada, Mexico, and Europe combined. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, that's, that's where and, most and they're people building, live, And they're right? building it's more. We're, we're building fewer coal plants. They're building more every day. Yes, exactly, exactly. But, you know, even if everybody fights against it, it, it's the cost in terms of human suffering of fighting against global warming. This is something that Bjorn Lomborg, uh, the, the Danish guy, uh, emphasizes repeatedly. He believes, he believes the, the consensus science on global warming, that there's going to be a lot of global warming. But, you know, based on economics, he, he claims, and a lot of economists claim, it's better to adapt than to try to fight against it, at right. least until we get... Uh, large-scale, abundant sources of inexpensive energy, which we and, do and not currently have. And that we blend that than, process in with, with, with converting what we've been using for the last 300 years, right? It's, it, it, you still have to remember that the, the human beings are being affected by this, right? Are affected by what? Well, by, by as we make this change, if we make an abrupt change, like like uh, the oh, climate yeah. change church wants, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have a, a big impact, and I see geopolitical impact implications from this as well. Uh, hold oh, on, yeah. that thought, well, Dr. Spencer. Was... We're gonna take a quick break. Okay. We got one more segment with you after the break. We're gonna come back and see what Dr. Spencer thinks. I'm gonna ask him when we come back. One of the things that I ask the climate change church is, how do you know if you're going too far? How will you know if you're going too far? What if you tip us into climate cooling? You can't plant corn in tundra. Tintail, stay with us. Insperity presents the Small Business Advocate Show with Jim Blassingame. This is a copyrighted production of Small Business Network, Inc., intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other copying, redistribution, or publication without prior written consent is prohibited. All rights reserved.